Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Well, before we begin with our wonderful interview today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. First of all, I want to say Happy New Year to you. And I also want to say I've been on a long break. I have never taken such a long break from my podcast. And And in a way, it was kind of an opportune time for me to just rest because in December, I ended up getting sick with a horrible cough and I wouldn't have been able to podcast anyway. So (laughs) it it actually worked out and I um, am happy to be back. I've got a really, really inspiring interview for you today. But first, let's go ahead and take those deep breaths, tune into our heart and our gratitude and begin with our golden pause. So go ahead and close your eyes. Sit comfortably if you can. Place your palms open on your lap and just begin to breathe with me. And of course, if you're doing an activity, just use this as a deep breathing exercise and get really centered. You don't have to close your eyes if you're driving or anything like that, of course. So let's go ahead and begin. Close your eyes and begin to breathe, just tuning into your breath and tuning into your body, breathing in through your nose, Allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath and exhaling, releasing, and letting go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight through your entire body, pure golden sunlight. And exhale, release, and let go of any tension you feel. And as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, allowing your chest, your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath, just exhale, release, relax. Breathing in pure golden sunlight through your core, through your heart, through your mind. On the exhale, just go ahead and release, relax, and let go a little bit deeper. And touching into that beautiful stillness, that beautiful pause inside, breathing in pure golden sunlight. On the exhale, just allow yourself to be present in your body. And this time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, the top of your head to the tips of your fingers and your toes, just exhale, release, and relax a little bit more. And as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you think of that one thing, allow yourself to fill like an empty cup with pure gratitude, golden gratitude. And on the exhale, just go ahead and release and relax and let go a little bit more. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, just exhale, 
let go of what doesn't serve you well. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just allow yourself to release, relax, let go. This time, as you breathe in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again to every cell of your being, on the exhale, allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. Filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your entire being with golden gratitude, allowing your heart to completely fill and shine outward all that joy. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Ah, oh, oh, that feels so good. Well, today I'm so excited to bring back on the podcast. You may remember Michelle Landers, our famous numerologist, who I just adore and who is a fast friend of mine. Uh, Michelle Landers is the board-certified life purpose coach, hypnotherapist, and professional numerologist. She is a dynamic and gifted lecturer, teacher, author, and consultant on the subjects of personal empowerment, spiritual wisdom, the Law of Attraction and Numerology. Michelle was a reoccurring coach on Fox, I on South Florida with Shannon Cake, and on NBC, Five at Eleven, Healthy, Wealthy, and Wine Segment. Recognized and highly regarded as an authority in her field, her books, The Tao of Numbers, and The Year of Living Miraculously are both informative and entertaining. Michelle is a much sought after radio, media personality, and speaker who has taught hundreds of classes speaking through the country. She has assisted clients nationwide to gain clarity and direction in their lives and to discover their own unique talents. Welcome, Michelle. Well, well, well. Happy New Year, Christine. It's so nice to be back here. And I just have to say, I really didn't want to leave that lovely cocoon <laughs> that you put me in and everyone else. That was beautiful. Just well, thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited to have you. You know, it's always so fun at the new year to just use this time, this energy of a new year mm -hmm. to springboard into action. You know, after a lot of the glutton of the holidays and just the kind of the culmination of a whole year, I, I've always loved January as that at new start. Um, you know, I kind of think of it like it's a new it's a year of you in the making, not a new year, new you. Like, I don't think it's that fast, but I feel like it does give us that impetus. And I'm so happy to have you on to talk about what you forecast for the trends um, in 2024 and why. Yes, yes. And this is uh, pretty exciting. And I would think since everything is um, energetic in value, um, we're all energetic beings. This planet is energetic. Uh, we're finding out more and more science. Quantum physics is understanding a little bit more about how um, we are all connected. So with that, I just want to talk about, I'm going to talk a little bit about the January horoscope, and then I'm going to dive into this wild year that we're about to have. 
and how we can all make the best of it because we can certainly use uh, the energy of the year to help us. Uh, and as to you, I think you use the word catapult, or maybe that's just my word, but catapult us into um, a really extraordinary year. So first of all, I just want to talk a little bit about January. Uh, standing alone, January is the number one, which is always very appropriate. Number one in numerology is new beginnings. So it has that energy. But if, to find out the universal energy, which means what is the energy of January for the entire planet? Well, besides one, what we need to do is add that number one to 2024. 2024 equals eight. That is the overriding energy for the year for the planet. But what is it for January? So we take that eight, we add it to the one of January and we arrive at the number nine. So this is really interesting. So here we have these new beginnings, but we also have, you know, the new beginnings and wanting to start things fresh and be uh, involved and, you know, make new plans. And then we have that nine energy, which is saying, well, hold on your horses, hold on a minute. Before you go headstrong into this month, let's take very appropriately how you led this uh, podcast Let's take a breath. Let's think about what things, what beliefs, what do you need to leave behind? Because nine is truly, it's a very expansive number, but it's also about letting go of things. It's about ending. So the nine invites us to give some thought to what is it that we want to leave behind or let go of in this brand new year. And then we have the number eight of the brand new year, which is urging us to think big, to step out of the box, to let go of fear and confidently move forward and to embrace success and achievement. Now, those are all the wonderful aspects of eight. And again, but first this month, we've got to allow January and the number nine to reflect upon and recognize what do we need to let go of? What do we want to keep? So it's also important to think about what did you learn from the past year? What was your takeaway? And personally, you know, I will share an example. My takeaway, I think I can do everything. That's a big issue with me. So I, I intend to say, I always tend to say yes to almost everything. Me so by the, okay, so you, uh, I, yeah, we're both cut from that same cloth, Christine. Yes, I can do that. Yes, I can do this. So by the end of the year, I was really spent, and I won't go into the details of it, but I took on way too much, way too much, and um, I'm not going to go into this new year in my year with the mindset I can do it all. I learned that there are a lot of things that I can let go of that I don't need. Now, some of the people who might be listening to this podcast or listen to me know that I spend part-time in Central Florida and part-time in South Florida. And I also learned that I don't have to keep moving so much stuff every time. So I encourage people to do a review. 
So overall, it can be an emotional month, which is going to be punctuated with light bulb moments of clarity and new ideas, along with evaluation of the things that you don't want to carry into the new year. I also want to mention that, you know, individually, everyone has their own personal months, their own personal year, which of course means you'll have your own personal month. However, the universal number of the year and each month will affect us all to one degree or another. So I would expect that whatever your personal year for 2024, whatever your theme is, 2024 is going to enlarge those energies. And I do want to mention that I am going to be doing a vision board workshop on January 20th, which is a very appropriate day, which I'll explain why. And within that workshop, I will be giving everyone just a brief description for their personal year for 2024. But anyway. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. Thank you. And I thought that would be a great little bonus for the workshop. So back to the energy, I think, I really think, Christine, that many people are feeling a little antsy right now, if that's the right word, a little antsy, a little bit unsure. Um, A little angsty. Yeah, just, you know, like, I like that word, antsy. I really do. And um, I get that. I know that I am. I know that I feel like there is also this heightened emotional uh, sense or this heightened emotional reactions this month because, again, the overlay of, of January has to do with emotions and drama, but also creativity and humanitarian aspects. So we can expect this month to be very much up and down. It's a month that can cause some confusion, some conflict between the energy of the nine, which is eliminate, reevaluate, and the eight energy, which is saying, get going. So the number nine is a symbol of completion, reflect on the past, tie up new ends, prepare for new beginnings. And it's a powerful cycle of preparing for the transformational energy, which is in abundance in this 2024. It's kind of ironic that we're in an election year and it's in the U.S., isn't it? It really is. It's very um, apropos, actually. That's the word. It's very apropos. And I'm going to talk about that um, a little bit. So in the tarot, the ninth card of the, uh, the ninth card of the tarot is the hermit. And the hermit usually appears when we're at a very pivotal point and taking new direction. So I see the hermit as perfectly aligned for January with this idea going inward, despite, again, this powerful eight energy. So it's a bit of a weird kind of wild, fast and slow start as things fall into place. So I'm going to briefly go into some of the uh, astrological aspects and then get into the meat of the year. So the month starts off with what? Mercury going direct. Yay, yay, yay. 
I mean, Mercury goes in and out of, you know, retrograde all the time. Um, I have noticed that it tends to delay when it's in retrograde, it tends to delay things or you have issues with electronics or, you know, it, maybe you're waiting for something, whatever technology, it is. Technology, technology exactly. is difficult. You have a lot of interference. Exactly. But it is right now it's direct. So you want to latch on to that, you know, sign those contracts, take care of things. Jupiter goes direct, has gone direct before the end of the year and Uranus is going direct at the end of the month. So why is that important? Well, more planets are getting along and then by the end of the month, though, there can be a little bit of intensity. So right now we just want to kind of sit back, uh, make some plans, think about what you want to do for the year. And of course, the, most of the month is do dominated by Capricorn. Now, Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. And it looks like Saturn's in a good mood. And I say that because Saturn tends to be the taskmaster. You know, you're, you're going to do it this way. This is the way to do it. And it also involves that energy of father figures. Now, what does that mean? It's not necessarily about your father, literally, although it could be, but the energy, the father energy is very apparent. Um, it is about tradition. It's about authority. It's about sternness. It's nose to the grindstone type of thing. But actually, now today is a really good day for if anybody uh, who's ever listening to this right now know that there are really good aspects right now for creating your plan of action for 2024. Now, on the 9th, a lot of astrologers seem to feel, and I'm, I'm, tending to agree with them. The ninth is a little bit of a cautionary day for a number of reasons. It's a not, it's a nine day and it's a nine day in numerology and Mercury is squaring Neptune. And that energy can be a little bit illusionary, meaning that things are not what they seem to be. So that's a day that just kind of be careful, watch out for scams, check and double check everything that you're dealing with, whether that is money or contracts or communication. Um, I don't think it's like the best day for transportation, but it just means like it could be a lot of delays. It's being distracted. It could be a little bit intense, but you know, it's just one of those days kind of keep a low profile. Now on the 11th, the 11th is an illuminating day. And oh, that's, that's cool. That's probably the day this is coming out is on the 11th. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Ah, yeah. Because 11 is illuminating and the 11th, we have a new moon in Capricorn. So it could be, we might hear of some good news or something innovative uh, that pops up. Um, and it is also about structures and structures in two sense, structures in the things that you are putting together as far as structures in your life. And it's also about physical structures on the planet. So I don't know exactly how that's going to play out, but I'm just putting it out there. Now, the 20th and the 21st, 
the sun goes into Aquarius. But, but, but that's not the big news. It's the, it's not the revolutionary news. And I'm going to just touch upon it for a moment, go into 2024 and come back to this revolutionary news because it deserves attention. So for me, knowing about the 21st of January, I pictured a sign dropping down from the heavens and a horn, Gabriel's horn blaring, the announcement, Pluto goes into Aquarius. That is the big, big news. Why? I will tell you about that in a few moments because it is catapulting us into a new world. Now, mind you, this transit is going to last for a while, but we'll talk more about that. And as I said, I'm really thrilled because my workshop happens to be on the 20th. So that's wonderful. So let me just finish up January. Um, on the 25th, we have a full wolf moon in Leo, which can be excessive. It can be a day that everybody's just like throwing caution to the wind and doing what they want and just going for the gold, which is wonderful. Just be careful. Don't overdo it. Because as I said, it can be very excessive. And you know, Leo likes a lot of attention. So there could be some drama uh, behind the scenes. There are things going on and they just might come to the surface on that day or around it. Now on the 29th, we can hear about some, you know, stabilizing info about the economy, about harmony, uh, perhaps some conflict there. It just might take a positive turn. A lot of energy in creating new things and finding the truth. Now the 29th, uh, if you add it together, two and nine, you come out with 11. And that day is also about illumination. So again, overall, the month is full of stops and starts, highs and lows, but people will also, I believe that people will be getting a lot of visions or ideas. Um, and I think that's on a, on a global level that a lot of people will be feeling the energy and there'll be a lot of light bulb moments. So diving into now 2024, which is pretty exciting, um, 2023 we know was more of an inward type of energy. It was very sensitive year, kind of weird energy, but very spiritual, uh, urging us to go within, to think seriously about our life. What do we want? What do we want to change? What's working? What's not working? And planning making important decisions, digging in deep, lots of secrets coming out, which did come out. We heard more talk of UFOs, making plans. But now in 2024, we're being asked to bring any ideas. This is an idea year. We're asked to bring those ideas, put them into concrete form, into manifestation. So, you know, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and that human experience is really highlighted in an eight year. So we can expect 2024 to be a year on steroids and some karmic backlashes. Now, a little bit about karma, which I 
pretty pretty much think everyone knows this. Karma is not good or bad. It's just getting back whatever you put in. So if you put in some really good energy, a lot of that's going to come back in 2024. If you haven't, and I will mention a little further on, that has to do with some key figures in um, not just the United States, but in the world, there's going to be some karmic backlashes. So it's big business. It's definitely struggles for power. Uh, here I am. No, here I am. Listen to me. No, listen to me. You know, and this is across the globe and especially in the U.S. because this, of course, is an election year, but it's an all in or all out energy. There are mergers. There's going to be pairing up of larger companies creating these superpowers because eight is a power number. And I think globally, there's going to be a lot of focus on global leaders, power struggles. And I know that to one degree or another, we're kind of experiencing that now, but I just think it's going to get a little wilder, a little uh, louder this year. And I'm not quite sure how it's going to all roll out, but it seems that somehow, somewhere, there's going to be a change in leadership. And this is globally, we can expect that. It's about authority and who has control of very, very, very fitting energy for especially this year. So some astrologers are also saying that we may see the public downfall of some well-known figures. And I happen to think that is true. And those who haven't uh, acted with honesty or, or authenticity, they can expect their day of reckoning. And integrity, by the way, Christine, is a big word this year. And the eight promises success and abundance, but it also is cautionary. And it says you must do it with integrity. Everything must be above board. I love that because one of my deep concerns about the world today is just the lack of honoring agreements and just the lack of honoring integrity. It hasn't been really felt honored as much. Um, I've seen it in my personal life. I've seen it on the global scale, you know, and I just, it, it really deeply concerns me because it is such a spiritual law. It really is. It's such a spiritual law. And yes. talk about karma. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's at the very nature of creating good karma for yourself and for other for the world is is living with intention and integrity. And yeah, so I've been I've been really that's been a word that's been really popping up for me a lot lately and my concern about it. Well, that's very interesting because as I said, you know, karma um, eight is also a number of karma, as is the four. But eight is the double square. So it definitely will create a backlash. But in, okay, so if you've put in a lot of positive, really good energy, you're going to reap the rewards of that this year, no doubt. And if you haven't, for those people who haven't, they can expect that karmic backlash. The key words connected with this eight energy this year is leadership, it's power, it's balance, it's money. It's the economy. 
the number eight, if you turn it on its side, which is so interesting, what do you get? You get the sign of infinity. And within that, in, that sign of infinity, if you notice, there's no escaping the shape, right? It's things coming back. That's where that karma comes in. So it's hard work this year, but big rewards for that work. And Saturn, it does give rewards to your hard work. It could be, it is a taskmaster, but it says, look, do this and good things will come from it. So you make goals, you get organized, have realistic goals, be tenacious, be focused, be committed. So again, the eight represents power, rulership, material aspects, achievement, justice. And then what's very important or probably most important is the spiritual understanding of power and money. Because I, I do know that a lot of people in, uh, and I honestly struggled with this when I first became a hundred percent committed to just only doing uh what's considered uh, a spiritual work now everything is really spiritual work in one way or the other but in a very outward way doing spiritual work and i would always have this tug like can i really charge for this as spiritual but you know the law of the universe tells us well look you've chosen to incarnate on this very physical plane and that does involve exchange the exchange of energy which in our case right now is exchange of money for a lot of things you can still barter of course and that's wonderful so it, there is nothing nothing absolutely nothing wrong inherently with money there's nothing wrong with that and uh, this Physical plane is a great place to have fun and enjoy things, but it's the understanding of spirit and money. And what spirit urges us is to not be attached to anything. So have fun with money, enjoy it, but don't make it a God and don't be attached to it. So I think that's a really important aspect to drive home that point. So go out and, uh, and promote your business or whatever it is and have, you know, uh, power that's okay. Uh, go out and do big business. It's about big business, executive ability and authority. Now here's another little tidbit though, that I found interesting with the number eight as a side note, eight also corresponds to the letter H in numerology because every letter has a numerical correlate so h is also related to money and making money and as a side note it's also related to pregnancy and giving birth and i thought okay so what is that going to look like so i'm just interested to see if there's going to be a lot more births or pregnancies this year because i have a feeling that's going to be the case it well, also, also I imagine that could relate to the birth of new ideas and the creativity that's happening around too. Well, that is spot on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's absolutely correct because it is not just spirit. Uh, it's not just um, uh, physical birth, you know, in the sense of giving birth, but giving birth to ideas. And that is 
definitely going to be a spotlight this year. It has to do with real estate, which I definitely think the real estate market is definitely going to improve. Uh, it has to do with, you know, with moving real estate homes. Again, it corresponds to the planet Saturn, the day of the week. This is just little tidbits. Uh, eight corresponds to Saturday. The element of eight is earth. And that's why that's such an earth bound energy this year. And it's the eighth card of the tarot, which is strength. And why I love that is because the image of the eighth card of the tarot is a woman very gently prying open the mouth of a lion. And so Ooh. what is that telling us? It's telling us you can have power and strength without being obnoxious and aggressive. You can do it through peaceful ways. You can step into your power and be powerful without being arrogant, without having your ego out there. Hmm. Um, there's even a musical note that corresponds to the eight, and that is high C. I, I have found that uh, different people, depending on their numerical numbers, respond to music in certain keys. And I always found that very interesting. Um, so it's an extremely powerful energy, which can bring about advances and abundance this year, um, strength. And of course, you know, all numbers have their flip side. Everything has their flip side. So we just touch upon that, which I already did. It, it can be a loss of power, a loss of prestige when you, when there's the misuse of power and money then there'll be a backlash. Um, it can be some people are going to be ruthless and manipulative. It's about materialism. Just remember that everything is magnified in an eight year. And that's why it's so important to be very cognizant of what you're putting out in the world. And it is a time for you to def definitely step into your power. So the eight, again, reminds us of the adage, which I said, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So the eight is very much connected to the earthly plane and it's fast moving, it's eventful, it's dynamic. And all of that energy can be so positive in our lives if we focus on the positive aspects of it. Now, I have to talk about the supporting numbers, okay? and the combination of those energies. And that is the two, we have 2024. Now two corresponds to the feminine. And when we entered into the 21st century, into the 2000s, I believe what we have seen is more women coming forward. So the two energy is very powerful this year. And a lot of, a lot more women will be uh, very influential. Um, a lot of women will be speaking up more than usual and speaking out. And you know, women with that feminine energy, for the most part, the feminine energy likes harmony and cooperation. And that is the energy of the two. And then we also have the number four, which represents foundations and work and home and real estate. So 
we have a great combination of numbers that can really propel us in a positive way if we stay centered, if we understand the spiritual laws. Now, eight is also considered a time of harvest. Uh, and that's why I said it's also a karmic year. So it's pretty much understood that whatever shows up in an eight year are the consequences of the actions that we've taken and decisions that were made years before. But I also have to say, in my opinion, understand that that's always happening to some extent. You know, whatever we put out, we're getting back. It's just that in an eight-year karma can be a little bit more instantaneous, you know, as opposed to taking years. So I love the energy of the eight. It's very strongly connected to finances. So globally, there's going to be a focus on economy. And I think for the most part, it's going to be, you know, I don't give financial advice, of course, ever. I'm just reading the numbers for you. That's it. So it should be a good year for the stock market and tech industries. Uh, in fact, in fact, massive advances in engineering, in ideas, in cybernetics, technology and business advances are really common under this influence of the eight big advancements. I wonder if that's because of the, all the AI stuff that's happening too. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So it's very appropriate this year that it's like exploding and especially in the biotech fields and, you know, in medicines, medical treatments, robotic surgeries, incredible advances. And this is really pretty interesting. So I was just, I was chatting with my financial guy because I always do that like certain times of the year, the end of the year. And he mentioned to me that he wanted to put me in some biotech stocks. He felt very positive and I just laughed. I said, really? And he said, what's well, so funny? And I said, well, I've been doing the numerology predictions for the year and that falls right in line. <laughs> with the okay, so you're like, yes, let's do that. But, and awesome. I did. I said, let's do that because that's what I'm seeing. And I, I just had a laugh because so many things are mirrored that we don't even, we don't realize how everything is so connected. Astrology. I, I find that when, whenever I hear from you, what's like, I'm so lucky because Michelle will send me a text now and then about what's going on, you know, ask me a question. Cause of course she has my chart and and um, and it's so funny because last year was my one year and I was so before I even did a reading with you, I was just so building, building, building new things like so much new. But I didn't realize that everything I was doing was going to take me really three years to build. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, I thought, oh, I'm going to have all this done in one year. No, no. I, I realized, oh, I'm not, I'm on a three-year plan right now. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes. And, and when you understand more about the numbers, you understand like that was your one year and that was like ideas popping out all over and new things you want to do. It doesn't mean that you have to do it all. At that year, it's just saying this. I couldn't. Is, I couldn't. Right, I couldn't, couldn't get it all done in that year. I'm. I'm still going to be working on it this year and next year. So. Well, that's fine. That's beautiful. It really yeah. is. The the you know energy of numerology is showing you tendencies. It tells you 
or suggest to you because nothing is carved in stone and we certainly have free will but numerology and astrology guides you to say hey this energy is really good for you to push ahead in these areas and some in some years the energy is more about hey take your time don't try to rush it you know pull some years are better for money than others it doesn't mean that you go bankrupt in the years that aren't good for money it doesn't mean that at all it just means that uh this is a year to focus more on your spiritual growth or whatever it is so if nothing's set in stone it's a guide and it works really well for me i in fact again as an aside my daughter and uh son-in-law were on vacation well they're kind of always on vacation i have to say but <laughs> so, oh god what a life i everybody says they want to come you know i Most ask my, people live differently now that's what i've determined do. they just live differently they, they do yeah. it different they're not attached to the same they're just stabilizing things that we exactly. were always exactly they use their money differently so very very true in fact my but my daughter-in-law has you know god bless her and her and my son-in-law she has a really beautiful life and we were just talking one day i said if you could come back as anybody to my son-in-law who would you come back to as and he goes alicia that's his wife <laughs> because <laughs> i said well i think we're all on board with that but at any rate, I had said to her, you're under pretty good signs for luck, you know, like, you know, she likes to, you know, play when they go, they like to play poker if they're on a ship or whatever. And I said, you know, you're pretty, you're right in a pretty lucky cycle. And so she called me up and she said, I just won $2,000. Oh, said, nice. Love that. I said, I said, so let's not go to extremes, but I will <laughs> say that overall it's a very lucky year for you. So oh, exciting. Um, you you had mentioned yeah. about your workshop that the reason you were excited was there's a new world. I want to kind of focus on that to sort of wrap us up on this call, but oh okay. What, what did you mean by that? Okay, so then let me cut. Okay, one other thing I want to mention, though, is this is also the year of the Chinese year of the wood dragon, oh. which is so interesting. Wood, earth, there's different dragons, growth trees. It actually begins in February, but nonetheless, the symbology of the dragon, driven, ambitious, determined. Dragons are linked to strength, good fortune, leadership. The dragon is different than any other animal because they can fly. So it's interesting how all of these things mirror one another. Um, I will tell you weather, I just want to talk about that briefly. Weather is crazy and lots all over the planet we're going to be hearing about, um, excuse me, um, earthquakes. Uh, all we that. have been, there's been a lot of earthquakes mm -hmm. everywhere lately. Yes, and we're going to hear more about it and flooding, and that's not going to change, and that's going to continue, you know, um, it's just, it's going to continue. I'm sorry to say that, but Mother Earth is definitely reacting, so, um, and there's going to be a lot to do with space travel, by the way, a lot of energy around space travel and what's going on there. So, okay, let's go to the big news, which sounds like there's something in a restaurant that they do, you know, there's certain things they say like behind and things like that. And when something is 
somebody orders the same sandwich or whatever they they'll say like grilled cheese all day you know they use the word all day and i also and i thought of pluto and aquarius pluto and aquarius all day every day the sun enters aquarius and then 12 hours later pluto enters aquarius on the 21st now why is this such a big deal this is intense and what i know about pluto pluto works behind the scenes slowly then it erupts during specific moments while going in and out of retrograde or making aspects to other planets so a lot may be happening at that moment that we really don't see right away it could be a turnover in command, a changeover in agendas or directions, but it will come out. And this energy is going to bring massive amounts of galactic downloads to the people all over the world. And I guess another time we can talk about galactic downloads, but it is without a doubt transformative. So think about this. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius was at the end of the 18th century when all over the world, people were challenging authority. And then French citizens, well, they incited that French revolution and the removal of the ruling class. So you get the theme here. And what was followed, what followed that was the Declaration of the Rights of Man and Citizen. And before that, 1532 to 1530, 1553 was Pluto in Aquarius. It brought about the Reformation. Now, we've been experiencing Pluto and Capricorn since 2008, and you all remember what happened in 2008, I'm pretty sure. The housing bubble burst, it was one of the worst financial crises. So we've been in Pluto in Capricorn, which gives you a good clue of the destruction of things and the issues and the problems we've been having, but that is changing because Pluto is a proverbial breakdown to break through. But now, and this is what's so important, Pluto and Aquarius is going to be around for the good part of this year to give us a taste of what we can expect over the next 20 years. Ooh. So Pluto, yeah, it's a long-term transit. So Pluto is going to be in Aquarius until September of this year, but not to worry, because it's only there briefly. Uh, and then it trans it transits back into Aquarius I, before the year is out. And drum roll, please. It's going to be there till 2044. So well, it what is, does that mean about the Aquarius part of it? Well, Aquarius, and this is what I, I was going to get to, but we can expect this long-term transit what, well, what comes to mind is power to the people. So the themes of Pluto in Aquarius, because Aquarius is, I'm an Aquarian, and Aquarians, we tend to be like, everybody come in, come on, everybody welcome. You know, you all join in, you're all equal, everything's good. So the themes of Pluto in Aquarius are social justice, alternative healing, space travel, flying cars, outer space, aliens, AI, again, biotech, anything that is revolutionary. But understand, this is a long-term transit. So not everything's going to happen at once this year, but we are on the road to massive world changes. And 
power to the people. And honestly, Christine, I can't stress that enough. So Pluto and Aquarius says, this is what needs to be done. And it will bring what needs to be done on a global level. Lots of different ideas will pop up. It's kind of a back to the future energy, lots of futuristic ideas. And again, the reminder, especially in the biotech fields, supercomputers, massive advances in engineering, ideas, anything that's going to help bring the people together and bring the world forward. So consequently, new laws are going to pop up at regulations having to do with all this technology, but it is the quantum era. So massive change in robotics, and we're laying the groundwork for things. There are things that will end in 2025, but that's another story. An AI involving teaching, self-driving vehicles, the internet. So it's a lot, but what I want to close with, so that's pretty powerful, all of that energy. And I realize it's long-term, but we are seeing the groundwork being laid. And that's why I am so excited about all of this. So for 2024, to close this up, it's a year of collective awakening. Again, it's on steroids, it's fast moving, it's eventful, it's dynamic. It's very physical because eight is a very physical number, chaotic, but just know because of this chaotic energy, it is really important to be connected to your center. And what does that mean? It means step into your power, feel confident emotionally, mentally. Don't be thrown about by the things that you hear on the news even by other people, be focused, feel internally strong, be positive, well-balanced, don't live in fear, and stop the criticisms of others or yourselves. And if you do that, you will experience all of the positive uh, effects of the number eight. So that just about wraps it up. So I hope everyone is able to, as I said, step into their power and feel positive about this year and just do your thing and love yourself and love others. That's always that's, good. That's so exciting. Michelle, tell us what your website is and how everyone can reach you to register for that amazing vision board workshop <laughs> that you're holding on those powerful days the of powerful the 20th. Day. So thank you. Um, they can, they can go to my uh, website, which is michellelanders.com and Michelle is with one L. Uh, but I would suggest um, if they want to contact me about that workshop, because it isn't on the website right now, they can contact me at Michelle Landers. And again, Michelle with one L. Michelle Landers at bellsouth.net. They can email me about it. And I'll be happy to give them information. Um, and also always on my, uh, if you go to my website, there is a place where you can 
tap on open it up and you can uh, schedule a free 15 minute consult with me to talk about uh, pretty much anything you want having to do with numerology or spirituality or coaching or hypnotherapy or if you want to ask me about the uh, workshop so that's pretty much it and Christine I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to share some of this what I feel is very exciting information for the year and to wish everyone a happy, abundant, successful 2024. And I love that you've invited everyone to step into your power. That is the most powerful statement is that we can arrive at in amidst chaos. It's very much in tune to what I teach is that you have to be in the chaos, be the eye of the storm, be centered, be calm, even though the outside world may be swirling around you. What is feminine is being able to find that stillness, that place of stillness and wisdom within and being able to sit in that as the bodhisattva, as the um, centered, you know, being the center of a spiral. You know, I like to think of it that way, that the world will spiral around you, but you don't have to spiral with it. You can be calm. And in that place, you're always going to have your wisdom. You're always going to have your strength. And you, uh, most importantly, you'll come to always know what's true for you. So I want to thank you, Michelle, for being with us today. What a great reading um, we've had to step into this new year. And I just adore you and thank you so much for your work. And everyone, please do sign up for that workshop. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> thank you so much, Christine. And again, uh, blessings to everyone. And Thank you for closing with those very, very wise words. God bless. You're welcome. And everyone, please come back and listen again. I'm back on the podcast. I'll be back every week. And I'm excited to be back. And um, just Happy New Year to you. Goodbye for now. Don't sweat the small stuff. We are living the big stuff. Thanks for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author Christine Carlson. You're invited to join Christine at one of her upcoming retreats in California, including her popular What Now Women's Retreat at Sea Ranch and her new Revive and Thrive Mental Health and Wellness Retreat at Mount Shasta. Get all of the retreat details today at christinecarlson.com.